Keanu Club, like a cool breeze over the mountains. This is episode 74, The Golden Hot Dogs. I'm Mike Manzi. And I'm Joey Lewandowski. This is our third award show on our network, the second one, Mike, that you and I are doing. We did the Cage Club Awards. The Golden Ooh. Peaches. We did the Golden Peaches. When was it? That was a while ago. Ooh, that was, that like, was a, year and a year and a half ago, I think. Yeah, I think that was right around the time we were going to start Keanu. We did that first. So yeah, wow. That while. was a while ago. And then a couple months ago, Joe, too, and I, who's been on this podcast, he and I did our Zephys, the Zack Attack Awards. But we are back here for the Golden Hot Dogs. Uh, Hot Dogs, obviously a huge thing in Keanu movies, in Flying, in Sweet November. Was there another one, too? They kept showing up down the line. Yeah, for sure. They didn't, they cameoed. They didn't feature as much as they did in earlier movies, but it was enough to make us say, you know, Cage has his peaches and Keanu has his hot dogs. Absolutely. And with us today to celebrate this momentous occasion, dressed to the nines, we have Keanu superfan Darcy DeBose. Hello, Darcy. Hi, thanks for having me back. Thank you for being here. Thank you for this very important job, for doing this very important job of being our color commentator. Mike and I do not know who the fans voted for. You have so much power, so much knowledge right now. We are anxious to hear who the fans voted for and more importantly because you're here whether or not you agree with them awesome i'm ready to like totally destroy these choices excellent so on this excellent adventure mike is there anything we want to talk about at the top of the award show i mean this is sort of the we we kind of had like a a farewell party of sorts when we did to the bone which darcy was on but is there anything else here that we want to say any looks back at keanu club the 72 episodes that we did what almost killed both of us i think anything we want to cover wrap up because keanu club will continue as he continues to put out new movies but this is really the end of the bulk of keanu club yeah i guess all i really want to mention is when's his next movie coming out like we really haven't heard much since we I stopped Keanu Club. There's that one movie about replicants that he, I think, is like trying to remake his dead family as robots. I'm like, where is that movie? But I think there was some stuff at Comic-Con about it. Other than that, I, I, not much. We discovered there's something on Netflix called like SPF 18 or something. Oh, right. Or, Did you watch that yet or not? I haven't, I haven't okay. watched it yet, but I just want to mention like, I'm going to watch that because there's a supposedly Keanu's in there somewhere and then you're going to watch the uh, the TV show or something and yeah so Swedish gonna... Dicks I watched most of the first season then I bailed on it because it's not my speed at all Keanu is in it a fair amount we can recap both of these when we do our next full episode which might be Replicas which might be Destination Wedding which I'm very excited for which might oh, yes. be the Rain TV miniseries I don't know but Whenever we get to our next episode, we will both recap those two things. Uh, yeah, but yeah. I don't I don't know. To, to answer your question, I don't know when the next thing is coming. Okay. Yeah, and I mean, I just wanted to bring to awareness and talk briefly about that SPF thing, because that came out of nowhere, and, you know, that that's like a new discovery and stuff. So, you know, we're aware of it. We'll, we'll get to it eventually. In the meantime, you can catch Mike and me over at Watch the Throne, the Charlize Theron podcast, which is full steam ahead right now. Darcy is on episode six which also happens to be a Keanu episode in The Devil's Advocate. She will also be back once again for Sweet November, the previously mentioned hot dog movie. Uh, But you can go check us out over there, and you can catch me and Joe, too, on Too Fast, Too Forever, Magic Mike's, and Boyfriend Material. Without further ado, 
let us get into the awards. All right, now, Mike, we have done no prep ahead of time. Do you want to do the first awards? Do you want to do the odds, or do you want to do the evens? Um, why don't we keep it like the intros, and you go first. All right, and so I will do the odds. All right. Yeah. The first award of the evening is Best Line in a Keanu Reeves Movie. And I think more specifically, it's really Best Keanu Line. So here are your nominees. Hello, Clarence. It's me, Keanu. Meow from Keanu. I know Kung Fu from The Matrix. I'm just a kid. Kids don't care from Young Again. Pain Heals, Chicks Dig Scars, Glory Lasts Forever from The Replacements. Room 214 Must Be Seen from The Neon Demon. And Strange Things Are Afoot at the Circle K from Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. So Mike, with those nominees, which was your choice for Best Keanu Line? Okay, so... I had to give it to this line because it's been with me since childhood and it still holds to this day. And when we watched this movie, I rediscovered it and I've been trying to sneak it into my real life as much as possible. And uh, that line is, strange things are afoot at the Circle K from Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. That's an excellent choice. I went with all Keanu Club long. We were talking about how we're worried that The Matrix is going to run away with every category. By the end, I think we realized that that wasn't going to be the case. I tried not to pick The Matrix for every category here. However, in the best line category, I had to go with I Know Kung Fu. It is just the line, as far as I'm concerned, in Keanu's history. It's my favorite movie. It's iconic. I love it. It's short and sweet and to the point. You got it. All right, Darcy. Drum roll, please. Who did the fans choose? Which line did the fans choose for best Keanu line? Um, so it was quite overwhelming with 40%. Whoa, uh, fans okay. Fans chose the Strange Things Are Afoot at the Circle K. Wow. Yeah. Bill and Ted, yeah. There you go. And Darcy, do you agree with that, or do you think that that was the wrong choice by the fans? Um, I'm pretty sure that's what I also voted for, so I think that that one's pretty dead on. I like it, I like it, I like it. So the next category up, Mike, is Best Freakout. All right. So for Best Freakout, we have I am an FBI agent from Point Break. I want room service from Johnny Mnemonic. (laughs) It was a free fucking pizza from Knock Knock. It's a hot dog from Sweet November. And people keep asking if I'm back from John Wick. This is a really okay. tough category, I think. I, I, yeah. uh, these are all great. Even though I don't really love Johnny Mnemonic and I don't love Knock Knock, those are two great ones. Obviously, this being the golden hot dog, I love it's a hot dog. However, I had to go with people keep asking if I'm back because we've talked about it before. John Wick is Keanu Reeves. That is John Wick's speech. That is, to me, that's where my money is. I love that scene. Yeah, that's a great line because there's like that double meaning to it. Not only is John Wick the character back, but Keanu is back in the action, you know, action-packed roles. And nice choice. I did not pick John Wick, although I love that line. This is one of the hardest categories for me. I think I didn't realize it was going to be so taxing. Uh, they're also good, even if the films aren't. But you know, for my money, I had to go with this one because most of the movie, he's really showing nothing whatsoever. He sort of is that blank slate for real in this movie. And then he just like explodes out of nowhere. And I have to give it to room service. I want room service from Johnny Mnemonic, just standing at the top of that trash heap, you know, screaming to the high heavens, where maybe a hyper-intelligent dolphin will answer his call. (laughs) 
I'm glad that you picked that because Giant Mnemonic is not a good movie, but I'm glad that that gets some award recognition here today at the Golden Hot Dogs. Yeah, yeah. I'm still got to watch that Japanese cut. I, <laughs> I hear oh, it's yeah. better. Right? I forgot yeah. about that. Yeah. All right, Darcy. Did the fans match one of us, or did the fans go with something else? So it was actually almost a tie for like the top top one. Um, Okay. The fans chose John Wick, which I actually have to agree with. But in like a super close second was I'm an FBI agent, which I feel like makes sense. That's such an iconic scene. I love it. I love the. So far, I approve of the fans. I think the fans are they're doing Keanu a good service here and doing that. So we're like one for one with the fans too. We each have matched Mm -hmm. them. So the next category we're doing is best song uh this is not necessarily a song that keanu sang it's not necessarily a song that's you know in the movie the characters sing it can just be anywhere in the soundtrack your nominees are all that she wants by ace of bass from the bad batch which i still have in my head just because of that jason momoa scene it's it's perfect kissing my fingers like an italian chef miami man uh big papa by the notorious big from hardball c-i-n-c-i-n-n-a-t-i cincinnati from babes in toyland I guess that's the original cast recording of Cincinnati. Dragula by Rob Zombie in The Matrix. Rush Rush by Paula Abdul in the Rush Rush music video by Paula Abdul. And Think by Kalita from John Wick. Okay, so my choice is, maybe it's a little too obvious, but this song popped up, I think, a couple times in a few different movies, so I sort of give it a little extra credit for that we actually got one of our guests to sing <laughs> some of this song on an episode, so I have to give it to Dragula. I love also in The Matrix when that comes up, because we go from him talking to DuJour, and then just smash cuts at the club, and that music at full tilt, and it's just, it's great. I did not go with that. I went with the song that has been in my head more than anything else uh, since we watched this movie so many months ago. Uh, I went with Jess Collins' favorite C-I-N-C-I-N-N-A-T-I Cincinnati. Uh, I think it's the only one... I guess Rush Rush is original for the episode that we did, but it's an original song. Uh, It's wonderful. I love how much it annoyed Jess on that episode. Every time on Twitter I see someone talk about Babes in Toyland, I quote tweet it and put those letters in. I love this song. It's not my favorite of the songs. I think that there's a lot of good choices here, but I had to go with Cincinnati. I had to be true to my heart. I don't blame you. Um, that song, you know, you hear it once and you can never unhear it. So it's it's definitely got that power to it. All right, Darcy. What do the okay. fans choose? The fans, they chose Cincinnati. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. And it was actually spread like the little pie chart that tells me the mm-hmm. um, results is actually kind of spread pretty evenly. My personal choice is Think by Kalita, because I honestly, if I had like seven minutes left to live, I would watch that red circle sequence <laughs> nice. from John Wick. That's just like my total favorite. So, But I do feel like Cincinnati is the right choice because it, Keanu is singing it at full blast in this movie, and it is the most annoying song that I can think of. But yeah, that's what they went for. Wonderful. Well, I approve of that from the fans as well. All right, the next category we have, Mike, is Best Male, in parentheses, non-Keanu, actor slash role. Okay, so the Best Male nominees are Al Pacino as John Milton in The Devil's Advocate, Alex Winter as Bill S. Preston Esquire in Bill and Ted, Denzel Washington as Don Pedro in Much Ado About Nothing, Gary Busey as FBI Agent Pappas in Point Break, 
Lawrence Fishburne as Morpheus in The Matrix, Patrick Swayze as Bodhi from Point Break, and River Phoenix as Mike Waters in My Own Private Idaho. All right, so I have to take a a moment here because I voted for someone, and I don't think I want to stick with my vote. I think I want to change it. Okay. Um, Okay, that's, you know, audibles, you can call them. It's Because it hasn't been officially declared yet. Who I voted for was Al Pacino as John Milton. However, looking at the nominees, it's hard for me to stick with that. I think, as much as I love Bill S. Press and Esquire... I hadn't seen those movies before Keanu Club, and so there's not this long-standing affinity I have there with him. I love him. I love Alex Winter. That's great. I love all of that. I'm going to have to go with, my heart is telling me there's no other one to pick, Patrick Swayze as Bodie in Point Break. We're going to get to the best love story later. I don't remember who I voted for there, so this is not a spoiler, but you know, there's a love story there between him and Johnny Utah. The character is a force, and Patrick Swayze is so good in it. And I have to go with Patrick Swayze as Bodhi. Yeah, this is another really tough category because they're all really strong performances and they really add to those movies a lot. I just realized that there's two from Point Break here to show sort of the strength of yeah. that film. Mm-hmm. Wow. And I picked neither from that film, <laughs> just a segue. My pick is kind of like, I, I had almost forgotten about him until we picked this uh, category and started naming nominees and everything, but this movie just made me so happy and he is a central reason for making me feel so good and watching this movie and his character just wants everyone to be happy and he's so great in this role and I was not prepared for him to even be in this film but I have to give it to Denzel Washington yeah in my I didn't expect you to pick that but you know as soon as you were describing it, I was like it's got to be Denzel yeah I mean just looking back that's like one of the movies I really want to watch again and like again and again and again and he's just so great in it and like that movie's just awesome and one of the most iconic shots i think in my brain from any movie that we did is them on the horses riding up over the hill and oh the intro shots yes Mm -hmm. yeah it's wonderful and that's another one where there's not very much keanu uh you know what i'm saying so like i'm just glad that the rest of the film is so strong and powerful i mean one of one of the images seared into my mind forever is kenneth brenna splashing through the fountain because he's in love like that shot is just the best i loved it awesome now darcy who do the fans choose for best male non-keanu actor slash role um so this is kind of a landslide um which i definitely so i agree with this choice although it wasn't what i voted or my personal favorite but patrick swayze won as Bodie. wow a landslide Um, huh yeah like everyone like he had like Everyone else was sort of 16, 14, 12%. He had almost 40% of the vote. Wow. Oh. Who would be your personal choice then? I mean, my heart of hearts belongs to River Phoenix. So it's oh. like that hands down would have been my choice. And I think I actually voted twice. And I feel like maybe <laughs> my votes were the only ones in his category. But um, That's sad. Yeah. My Own Private Idaho is my favorite Keanu movie. So I just want to point out here, like Darcy did nothing wrong. We encouraged ballot box stuffing. So if you wanted yep. to vote... For the same guy ten times, absolutely go for it. So there was someone who voted eight times. Oh yes, Jess Collins, our favorite Jess Collins. She voted. She voted. I think like a dozen times for Zack Attack, about eight times here. Thank you so much, Jess. Hope you're listening. Best actress in a Keanu Reeves movie. Your nominees are Carrie Ann Moss as Trinity in The Matrix, 
Charlize Theron. Oh, huh. We should do a podcast about her. Charlize Theron as Mary Ann Lomax in The Devil's Advocate and Sarah in Sweet November. Elle Fanning as Jessie in The Neon Demon. Lori Petty as Tyler Ann in Point Break. Sandra Bullock as Annie in Speed and Kate in The Lake House. And Suki Waterhouse as Arlen in The Bad Batch. Okay, so this person is who I think of as sort of Keanu's ying to his yang a lot. Like, when I hear of Keanu's, like, I instantly think of this woman to pair up with him. And for a really strong period of films and stuff, I have to give it to Sandra Bullock. I just think of her when I think of Keanu, like, instantly. I don't know why. My mind just goes right there. So, yeah, to complete the package, uh, I give Sandra Bullock. My choice, this is another tough category, I think. I would love to give it to Elle Fanning because I love the Neon Demon so much, but I had to go with, in my heart, had to go with Carrie Ann Moss as Trinity in The Matrix. She's so good. Compared to Cage, I feel we've had a lot of stronger female characters. You know, not as many as there maybe could be or should be, but Trinity is so good and so strong and so great, and I had to go with Carrie Ann Moss for this category. Right. Darcy, who did the fans choose? They Do they agree with one of us, or do they go a different way? You guys have actually been pretty spot on for, like, guessing fan favorites. Um, she almost had 50% of the vote. And I I have to agree that, like, she's the most, like, I feel like, I, I mean, she did the most movies with them. She's the most iconic. Like, Carrie Ann Moss is the fan favorite. Love it. But I also feel that Sandra Bullock has this little place in my mind that it's, like, paired with Keanu that's who I would have chosen besides the fact that they only did two movies together they kind of have the cutest like interview chemistry like when they do interviews together and like red carpets together and just seeing them like reunite just like randomly on red carpets is just always just very sweet so I too sort of always pair Sandra Bullock with Keanu I love it. Right. Awesome. I did. I got to watch some of those red carpet interviews on YouTube now I didn't come I didn't think about that what we were doing these shows and these things like yeah. to behind the scenes stuff like that yeah. never occurred to me there's even an interview with them i think for speed to where it's like someone on the internet just counts how many times sandra like looks over at keanu as he's talking and it's like up into the like 20s or 30s like she just keeps like wa- like watching him talk and it's just a very cute their chemistry is just they're like real friends so their chemistry is just really nice you know like for how much time and effort we put into these podcasts we do a remarkably low amount of research outside of the actual movie in terms of like red carpet interviews or i mean we do trivia but like beyond that it's like nope no, yeah head down no like making ofs and you know i was like i'll oh, listen to every audio commentary nope <laughs> that never happened yeah there's there's a lot of things to watch there's a lot of things to listen to i think we're, ju- we're just we're just two guys trying to do the best mike do you want to take it away worst film this is a big one this is a a tough category. Worst film. Here we go. So the nominees are Even Cowgirls Get the Blues. Ugh. Generation Um. Ugh. One Step Away. The Last Time I Committed Suicide. And Under the Influence. Yes. I, okay. uh, whew, boy, there are some stinkers here. Uh, I'm getting, like, flashback shell shock shit going on <laughs> just thinking about some of these movies i'm like starting to shiver <laughs> to me there's 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 two choices here and I, i'm i'm interested to see what the fans voted on because i think for most people most people have not seen any of these movies and that is the right way to do it because these are all very bad in my eyes there are two possible choices here there's one that 
looking at the picture, I hate so much, but I'm not going with that one. The one I went with is the worst movie we did for this podcast, in my opinion, dead last on my ranked list on Letterboxd, Generation Um, or, to be specific, lowercase g, Generation capital U, Um, dot dot dot. Uh, yeah, I am right there with you. I have the exact same <laughs> answer. You know, we get a shot of Keanu eating an entire cupcake, which is great, but, like, you can just go watch that on YouTube, and it's not worth sitting through the rest of the movie to figure out what the hell is even going on. Even Cowgirls Get the Blues, like, it's not a great film, but, like, Keanu's not even in it. You know, he's in, like, a cameo. Like, the whole thing about Generation Elm, I feel, is, like, what makes it worse is that, like, he's in the whole movie. He has to sort of be subjected to it the entire time. And, like, I was... I just finished it because I felt kind of bad, like, that he had to be in it and everything, and it's just terrible. So, uh, yeah. It's Never watch that again. I just want to point out that there was a movie that came out this year, A Ghost Story, where Rooney Mara eats an entire pie in one take, but that's surrounded by a really good movie. Here, Keanu eating a cupcake in one take, surrounded by a terrible, terrible movie. Similar in, I guess, execution, but just completely different results. All right, Darcy. So before we get to the fans, how many of these five movies have you seen personally? Okay, so I've... I've only I've actually only seen Even Cowgirls Get the Blues because it's actually one of my favorite Tom Robbins books. But do you I like that started, movie? The movie's okay. I don't hate it. Okay. I hate okay. Other things more. Okay. Generation Um was one that I started when it was on Netflix, and it was so cringy that I just turned it off. Yep. And then I haven't seen the other three. That's the way to do it. So who do the fans choose of the five? I mean, I feel like just across the board, everyone hates Generation Um. That was the winner. <laughs> That's what I chose. Um, it's got to yeah. go, man. That movie has got to go. But I feel like in an interview with him, maybe he, like, pushed that movie. Like, someone maybe asked him, like, if you could, like, give another mov- a movie another chance or, like, tell fans that they should watch it or something. I feel like in the back of my mind, I remember him pushing Generation Um as something he liked. And I, like can't i can't with that like it was so cringy in the first like 10 minutes i couldn't even go through get through it oh when they're talking about like shit and chat in the taxi cab ride i don't know how i remember that like i don't know how i haven't (laughs) blacked that out but i remember when we watched that movie i was like 10 minutes in the movie i'm like i can't do this so i spent the rest of the movie researching why is he in this why was this made who is this director and he said he like he liked the script or something it was so vague why he wanted to be in there and it's just it's just so bad i do like though that for the zeffies we had one unanimous selection we had jason manzoukas as pam best non-zeff role male here our first unanimous selection is for something that instead of we all love we all really really hate so whether fans are united over something they love or something they hate i'm glad that we are brought together by a single thing so i guess for that respect thank you generation um all right worst role to pair worst film with worst role. Here are not necessarily Keanu's worst films, but just the the, the most disappointing roles in those movies. Your nominees are Dr. Julian Mercer in Something's Gotta Give, Griffin in The Watcher, Harry in The Last Time I Committed Suicide, Julian Gitch in Even Cowgirls Get the Blues, Martin Loder in Tune In Tomorrow, a movie that I am surprised exists every time I think of it. I forgot all about it. It's amazing how much, how quickly I forget about it. Like, that's the only movie I think that I just continually forget about. 
And finally, Siddhartha in Little Buddha. Okay, so I can understand, like, Dr. Julian Mercer. I didn't pick him, but I can understand people liking that character. That movie just isn't geared towards us or me or, you know, I don't like that movie for different reasons. Um, you know, this is a really, this is, this was kind of close. This was close between Tune In Tomorrow and the one that I actually picked. And, I mean, I just had to pick this, even though Keanu does some amazing dancing in this movie. It's just terrible. He plays like this creepy stalker guy who's obsessed with photos or something, and he's sending them to James Spader. It's Griffin from The Watcher. I don't remember a single thing about that movie. I don't remember him dancing. I don't remember his photos obsession. I'm going to have to take your word for it. Of the six, I feel like the weirdest choice would be Siddhartha, just because it's like, why is this a thing that exists? But for that reason, I didn't pick it, because I'm like, this is such a weird, interesting case study. I went with one. I am going to apologize in advance to both Tobin and Tobin's mother. I went with Dr. Julian Mercer in Something's Gotta Give. In this movie that people love, you know, obviously, like you said, Mike, Nancy Meyers' movie's not geared toward us, but a movie people love, a character people love, and I'm just like, he's so boring. And, like, unlike The Last Time I Committed Suicide or even Cowgirls, where he's not really in it that much, he's in a lot of this, and it's just... He's so boring that Diane Keaton chooses Jack Nicholson over him. Like, who would choose Jack Nicholson over Keanu Reeves in literally any regard? And yet, Dr. Julian Mercer is so boring and bland and vanilla that I had to pick him. Get out of my life, Dr. Julian Mercer. All right, Darcy. These Um, are... it's, It's a mixture of movies people have seen and not seen so I don't, I don't this could go any way i think well this i feel like has had the biggest percentage of any of the categories so far oh wow okay um so fan favorite worst role is siddhartha from wow <laughs> i wonder if people saw that movie or they're just you know going what? by the fact that like oh he shouldn't be playing siddhartha or just based on the picture that shows where he like looks half asleep just staring at the camera yeah I personally picked Griffin from The Watcher because that movie is so cringy and it's such trash. I will stand my ground and defend Dr. Julian Mercer. That's like the one of the only movies where they, he may be boring, but that's one of the only movies where they put Keanu in the spotlight of a heartthrob to where all these women are like fawning over him, which I feel like they should do more often. Oh, they absolutely but I should. Haven't actually, I actually haven't seen Siddhartha. I actually quite like him in that because of his sort of ability to be a blank slate. And John was sort of informing us on that episode that the character was a lot like that, just very overprotected and didn't really know anything. And, and you know, I know it was sort of miscast, but I feel like he, you know, did a good enough job for me. <laughs> I couldn't vote for him for worst. All right. The next award is that's actually mike that was the perfect transition because we go from talking about blank slates to best archetypal role this is a new one for keanu that i don't know if we're going to do for any other actor just because as we were going through keanu's movies we realized time and time again there are certain patterns there are certain types of characters that he seems to play over and over again i feel like if we did this for zach efron it would be like high school kid or frat bro like those are like the two you know what i mean like there's not like this wide swath for keanu so i like this category i think it might be unique to him anyway your nominees are for best archetypal role we have athlete in movies such as young blood and the replacements blank slate from the matrix or scanner darkly a cop fbi agent 
from Point Break and Speed and Street Kings, Lawyer, The Devil's Advocate and The Whole Truth, uh, The Stoner Burnout from Bill and Ted or I Love You to Death, and The Villain from The Watcher, Manatai Chi, Neon Demon, and Bad Batch. I love where Keanu's career is taking him into this villain role. I mean, aside from The Watcher, you know, Manatai Chi, The Neon Demon, The Bad Batch, those are off in the last five years or so. I love that he's choosing these, like, darker roles, these more unusual roles based on what he's done the first 65 movies or whatever, as opposed to, like, the last handful. I love that. I don't think... I want to pick that, but I don't think that we're at a point where I can... That's a better role for him yet than other stuff. To me, I had to go with cop, FBI, agent, you know, Point Break is amazing. Speed is amazing. I kind of hate Street Kings, but I don't hate <laughs> Keanu in Street Kings. Also, Street Kings has that scene where Keanu is chasing a suspect and throws a chair, a folding chair at him, and hits the guy off a roof. I mean, that's just great cop moves right there. Cop, FBI agent. I don't know if he's going to play it again. He might be, I wonder if he's past that stage in his career. He might be like a, a desk, like a colonel or a captain or a lieutenant, sort of. I don't know. But to me, the best archetypal role for Keanu is cop slash FBI agent. Nice. Yeah, he's sort of matured now into the Pappas role, right? Like, Yeah. <laughs> he could be that guy. The or I'm also thinking like a Commissioner Gordon type of role. Ooh, wow. That would be a good way to go with that. Interesting. I do want to say, you know, on an upcoming Cage Club Revisited, if we can maybe plug that for a second, we did a recast of the basically a Batman movie with Superman also in there of all of the actors on our network. And I do love your goal your wish your hopes whatever was you want do you want keanu as the joker or the riddler because either way i think it'd be it'd be great yeah i think joker would have been amazing in the i don't know if he could pull that off now i think riddler is a little more like he could be any age but joker a little younger but either, either of those one, absolutely yeah. yeah he could rock either plus that also means that we can have nicholas cage as commissioner gordon which is the role he was born to play <laughs> Okay, so I really wanted to vote for the villain role as well. Like, he's just such, like, um, like a good guy in so many of his movies that when something like The Gift showed up, and, like, even though he's not, like, awesome in that, like, he's still very threatening and imposing and scary. And I was like, whoa, he's got, like, all these other chops that he hasn't yeah. really, you know, used yet. And certainly in, like, The Neon Demon, and, yeah, I get it there for, for reals. So I didn't go for villain yet because i still feel like you know that's sort of newish for, for him i wanted to go with something that he's played a little bit more and maybe he's a little more well known for uh and i actually went with the blank slate and i think it's kind of a unique talent that he has there you know i've been thinking more and more about it like not a lot of people can really pull off that that sort of air to their character where you know there's so many stories about guys that are plucked out of their regular life and thrown into you know the role of destiny and you know the one and all this like you know i think of like that movie wanted was sort of like a copycat of the matrix in a lot of ways and you know uh, mcavoy is just sort of like plucked from his desk job like neo but he's not as like you know programmable or anything i don't know i just feel like keanu pulls that stuff off really well and i'll continue to watch him do it love it even though that means that technically generation um won an award here today because he is also kind of a blank slate in that but you know i i i, I know what you got to do so i'm fine with that darcy who do the fans choose for best archetypal role um this is kind of another landslide um wow. the, the fans picked blank slate which huh. i also voted for 
I just feel like he's that's just perfect for him because I feel like the like his acting style he has these such subtleties and like the way that he like is able to adjust like his posture and just like I feel like he's really great at being this sort of blank slate to like implement things onto although I agree with the villain like I feel like I want that to be a better category like I want him to be better at that although you reminded me of the gift and he's like kind of terrifying in that movie yeah but he's just so bad in the watcher i don't understand i just wish those two you know i still want fat keanu i don't know that we're ever going to get fat keanu but the gift in the watcher i am not giving any credit to because i was promised one of those movies would have fat keanu and i did not get it in either so those two movies can go screw fat keanu not a category not a category next category the last one before we take a slight break to take a special honoring of a of of an actor you might not think that we're going to honor but we're going to honor him next the last category before then best love story in a keanu reeves movie nominees are alex and kate in the lake house bill and ted in the bill and ted franchise johnny utah and Bodie in point break nelson and sarah in sweet november Neo and Trinity in the Matrix franchise, and Scott and Mike in My Own Private Idaho. Okay, so kind of even here between, like, male and female love stories. Very progressive. But in my mind, the strongest one, the one, the unrequited one, the one that just never stood a chance, but they tried so hard anyway... I got to go with Johnny Utah and Bodie from Point Break, you know, uh, opposite sides of the law. I mean, that thing is basically like, now that I think about it, Romeo and Juliet, right? Where like, oh, I love that. They're from two different families. They shouldn't be together. They do whatever they can to be together. And yet, you know, their lifestyles and the rules of society keep them apart. So I have to go with them. You know what, Mike? We haven't matched a lot today, but we're going to match now. I mean, there's a, there's a lot of great love stories here. Honestly, I think the three best love stories are the same-sex love stories. I think that as good as Alex and Kate and Nelson and Sarah and Neo and Trinity are, I think there's something special between Johnny Utah and Bodie, between Bill and Ted, and between what I can imagine is Darcy's pick for Scott and Mike. I love Johnny Utah and Bodie. The same reasons I sort of picked Bodie before. I mean, there's that love. I mean, we have Lori Petty in that film and she is so clearly not the love interest it's so designed to be johnny utah and bodie and for that reason i picked johnny utah and bodie from point break now darcy did i get it right who you voted for and then did the fans agree or who do they pick so you did get it right for my choice i think this was the one where it was like two votes for mike and scott and those two votes were me um I just, like I've said before, I have so many feels for this movie and just knowing that River and Keanu were so close in real life and they were best friends in real life just brings it to like a whole nother level to where like really puts me in my feels. They're my favorite. Fan favorite, however, was Johnny Utah and Bodie. Wow. I, you know, Mike, I was worried. I said this on, on the, on the announcement episode, I was worried that Point Break was going to get shut out, that it was nominated for a bunch of things, that I thought it was up against some tough competition, but, I mean, people showing it love, and I love that. Yeah, man, it's um, it's got staying power. You know, people remember that movie. Strong. Okay. So here we're going to pump the brakes for a second, and we are, we're going to we're going to pay special tribute to one actor who we point out every time he's on screen. This is an actor who was in three Nicolas Cage movies. He was in three Keanu Reeves movies. He's in Swedish Dicks with Keanu, so he's a TV series. He was in an episode of Entourage with Zac Efron. He was in a Philip Seymour Hoffman movie. 
He's in a Channing Tatum movie. This is a guy who works a lot. This is a guy who is always good. Uh, before I announce or before I say his name so we can, you know, congratulate him further, Mike, do you have anything else you want to say as we build the suspense, build the anticipation toward who this actor is? Well, just that when I first saw this guy on screen, I knew instantly that he was going to be interesting and I would look for him in films. I think that first movie I saw him in was Armageddon, if I'm not mistaken. And every time he pops up, yeah, I just, I perk up in my seat. I know that this movie just got a little bit better. Um, and I just get really excited every time I see him. And it's weird. I'd never, he, I don't know why. He doesn't strike me. He's not your typical kind of actor. Maybe that's why. Like, he just doesn't have your, what the, the type of presence of like a star maybe, but like I consider him a star and he's maybe currently my favorite character actor. Wow. Oh, I also do want to point out that he was also in one Shia LaBeouf movie, too. I just forgot to mention that because it's also a Keanu Reeves movie. Maybe giving it away who this is. I first saw him in Prison Break as John Abruzzi. John Abruzzi, John Abruzzi. We have to give special recognition. He gets a golden peach. He gets a golden hot dog. He gets lots of love, lots of affection from us. Peter Stormare. Never a star in any of these movies. I mean, he is the star of Swedish Dicks, which is interesting. But we love him in things. He's always popping up. I agree with you, Mike. He's a great character actor. I love seeing him in things. We know what he's bringing when he shows up on screen. But Peter Stormare, we recognize you as a key part of what we do here on the Cage Club Podcast Network. Yes, thank you for your work. We've almost, like, kind of done your podcast like through these other actors like you could go back and listen to what we think of him a little bit and yeah it's it's awesome i can't wait to see him even more in the future i hope him and keanu and cage and efron i hope they all work together together. yeah darcy do you have any thoughts on peter stormare um i love him as well like it's he's not someone i ever really think about but when he when he shows up i'm always like excited to see what he's gonna do and i like that he's sort of representing the constantine in this whole award ceremony, which I feel like didn't really have a, a place in any of these categories, but his role in Constantine is like by far one of my favorites out of that movie. He just plays it so well. I haven't seen Henry's Crime, which he's also in, but he, I do like him in his little like short cameo in John Wick 2 as well. Love it. I like Constantine a lot. I wish that we had more... Oh, we wait. We didn't even nominate that for best role. We dropped the ball there. I mean, that's that's. I think that's less of a mistake than me and Joe to not nominating uh, Troy and Gabriella for best love story for Zac Efron. But I like Constantine a lot. I think Constantine's a great role for Keanu. I think Peter Stormare is great in Constantine. I agree with you, Darcy. I'm glad that we are sort of kind of giving Constantine some love with this special recognition. So thank you for pointing that out. All right. We have the two big awards of the evening left. We have best film and best role. These are who these are the big ones. So Mike, Best okay. Film. All right. The nominees for Best Film are Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, Flying, a.k.a. Dreaming, <laughs> a.k.a. several other titles. This movie had like six titles. John Wick, John Wick Chapter 2, Man of Tai Chi, Point Break, Speed, The Devil's Advocate, The Matrix, and The Neon Demon. Wow, I didn't realize we have a lot of movies nominated here. A lot of movies nominated, a lot of good movies. I do want to, I think we talked about this when we did the nominees. Both Bill and Ted's nominated here because the fans, I think, generally love Excellent Adventure. We all loved Bogus Journey more. We want to give 
attention to both. You know, Mike, I'm a fan of man. I love The Devil's Advocate. <laughs> I could not pick that one, though. I had to go with what is probably my favorite movie of all time, basically the movie that I wanted to do Keanu Club for. I tried not to pick it for every category. I couldn't not pick it here. I had to go with The Matrix. Oh, I hear you, man. I mean, that is... It's a tough choice to not pick The Matrix. I mean, this is a very tough category. I really wanted to pick The Matrix. I really, really did. But in this particular category, I had to recognize a special film that was discovered during Keanu Club that I just feel is represents Keanu himself, the man, maybe the most now. I think after he sort of moved on from The Matrix, this is how I feel I think of Keanu. It's the only movie he ever directed. Whoa! It's amazing. And I just feel like if you need to know who he is, you watch this movie and you get it. It's Man of Tai Chi. Whoa! I thought your build-up to that was going to be something different altogether. And then when you said directed, I was like, whoa! I mean, don't get me wrong, I love that movie too. It's a little bit of a surprise, but I do not disagree with the pick. Yeah, yeah, I realized that was going to be kind of a surprise there. But, I mean, look, like you go back and listen to that episode, I, like, lost my mind watching that movie. I couldn't believe Keanu could do that, such a thing. I, like, I, I want him to direct more films, even if it's at the cost of him not acting as much. I just think that he's an amazing untapped talent in that field, and so I have to recognize Manatai Chi. Well, I commend you for your outside-the-box thinking. Darcy, who did the fans choose, or which film did the fans choose for best Keanu Reeves movie? best film by far the fans chose was the matrix i think that makes sense now is that something that you would agree with or is that something that you uh have a different opinion on i think that i ended up voting for john wick just because it's a movie that i feel like i could like it's like a desert island movie i feel like i could watch it forever but i do think that the matrix was the right choice just because i feel like it brought his career to a whole nother level and it like sort of dictated like who he is today or like the roles he's taken today like he's like sort of like this almost like sci-fi icon now because of it i do want to say that the man of tai chi didn't even make the pie slice wow look at that yeah that just proves that people don't know it and they should know Mm. it yeah that's just yeah right that's why another reason i'm glad i nominated it so it'll get you know maybe people will recognize it a little more our tremendous reach here on keanu club if there's one thing you can take away (laughs) go watch the man of tai chi all right the final award of the evening, the most important award, some might say, Best Keanu Reeves Role. Your nominees are Jack Traven from Speed, John Wick from the John Wick franchise, Johnny Utah from Point Break, Neo or Thomas A. Anderson from the Matrix franchise, Ortiz the Dog Boy from Freaked, Shane Falco from The Replacements, Stereo Team Number One in Letting Go, and Ted Theodore Logan from Bill and Ted franchise. I do like that we forgot to do Constantine, but we remembered Ortiz the Dog Boy and Stereo Team Number One. So, yeah, and Shane Falco. I mean, okay. <laughs> People love the replacements. That's all I'm saying. I love the replacements for sure. Okay, so this man, this just this was even harder than the rest. I think this was the toughest one for me because like, I really wanted to go with Ted because Ted, you know, is so iconic. And, and I think ultimately, like most of his roles are iconic. You know, Neo, who I did not pick is also, like you said, Darcy, like just 
gave him a whole new level, and now he's an icon in sci-fi and action and all that. Johnny Utah, I mean, he's great, you know, played football, fought for the FBI, he beat up Anthony Kiedis, he surfed. But the guy I picked is sort of like a culmination of all of his roles, I feel, up to this point. And, you know, you get a little bit of everybody to a degree in this. You have Ted's hair. Um, <laughs> you sort of have Neo's shooting ability. Um, you have Shane Falco's throwing ability, although he might throw a grenade instead of a football. Mm-hmm. And I have to pick the man John Wick in John Wick. You know, I'll keep it, I'll keep it brief for basically all the reasons you said. I agree. I go with John Wick. I said it earlier, you know, John Wick is Keanu Reeves. That's what the director said. You know, 80% of that character is just Keanu Reeves being Keanu Reeves. He's badass. He's awesome. I love those movies. I cannot wait for the third one. As much as I love Neo in The Matrix and, you know, Ted and all these other roles, I have to go with John Wick. Now, Darcy, do we have a clean sweep? Do we have one more sweep or do the fans disagree with us? It's just, it's really interesting that the favorite film was one thing and then the favorite role was a completely different thing so the fans and i as well voted for john wick all right and it's amazing because the like neo from the matrix got one of the smaller pieces from the pie that's interesting that's very interesting interesting yeah i think this is the only category all four fans darcy joey and mike all agreed on if i'm not mistaken so that's a that's the biggest clean sweep. We had three. So that's so okay. So we had eleven categories. We had three sweeps across the board. Putting Darcy aside for a second, Joey, Mike, fans. Uh, we only had one for Zac Efron. I I don't know. Like, does that mean that people more agree about Keanu that they think the same things are good or bad? I guess I don't know. That's uh, something to think about, though. Maybe it's just that they haven't seen all the unpopular stuff so they're just like they're just going off what they know from the mainstream things but it is kind of strange how we we did line up as much i wasn't expecting that for sure well regardless we thank everyone who voted my only goal for these award shows is to get more people to vote for this one than the last one and we had cage cage started things off we had more votes for zach efron than we did for cage we had more votes for keanu reeves than we did for zach efron i think the next award show unless Kyle and Brian do one for PSL Love Hoffman. The next one that Mike and I will be involved with will be the Charlie Theron podcast with the Watch of Throne, maybe the Golden Wallpapers. Who knows? Golden uh, Corn. Golden Corn. Golden Dirty Corn. I hope that everybody enjoyed Keanu Club, whether you listen to all the episodes, some of the episodes, whether you watch the movies or not. I hope that, as much as we sort of joke that a lot of these movies were difficult to get through, I had a lot of fun with Keanu Club. I saw, you know, if nothing else, the fact that I found Flying and Man of Tai Chi, and I finally watched the Bill and Ted movies, like, was almost worth it to me, you know? There's certain things here that are, you know, the, the, the diamonds in the rough, and I had a great time doing Keanu Club. Like we said, Keanu Club will not die. It will continue on as he puts out new movies, but just thank everybody. Thank you all for listening and for voting, and I hope you enjoyed well said. Yeah, I guess the the only thing I want to say is, you know, we, we do joke about how, like, like how it got just, like, tedious and soul-crushing along the way. But I think, you know, it wasn't all that bad. I mean, even when it was bad, I was having a lot of fun. And getting through that trash, like, led to some great treasures. So I definitely feel like it was worth it. I had a great time. And if you listened, thank you for listening. And thank you, Darcy, for joining us here. We found you... When did we... I feel like we found you sort of midway through Keanu Club, just your Keanu 
Keanu Club pin or Keanu Club hashtag on Twitter and your yes. Etsy store, right? Yes. Yeah. So I was doing Keanu Club on Instagram, just like an appreciation thing and like made a bunch of stuff. And I think that Mike found me or somebody found me and was like, oh, you need to hook up with these guys and like be on this podcast. So I'm totally grateful to like talk and like be all about Keanu. It's been real fun just being able to talk about him. Well, well, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for doing such a great job here today, both reporting the fans' votes and also giving us your color commentary on what you think. I think that for the most part, you know, we might have different winners, but we all, the three of us and the fans seem to agree, we all like a lot of what Keanu does, and that's the most important thing here. So also, thank you, Keanu Reeves. If somehow you listen to this, he's not listening to this, if somehow you listen to us, thank you for doing these movies. Don't listen to us about, I mean, just don't do more Generation Um, but like, don't listen to us in terms of what we say we don't like about your movies, but like, you really, remarkably, lately, your hits have way outweighed your misses. Things are really good for Keanu right now, for Keanu Club right now. I'm excited to see what's coming up, you know, Destination Wedding, Replicas, all these fun movies. It's a very good time to be a Keanu Reeves fan, so thank you all to everyone. Thank you for listening to the Golden Hot Dogs. For all of our shows, all of the Keanu Reeves episodes, all of our other shows in the network, you can go to cageclub.me, facebook.com slash cageclub, or at cageclubpod on Twitter. You can find everything that we've done. You can find Darcy's episodes of Keanu Club, her upcoming episodes of Watch the Throne, everything that we've done, every single Keanu Reeves episode at cageclub.me facebook.com slash cage club and at cage club pod on twitter if you want to email us let us know what you think of these winners losers nominees whatever mailbag at cage club.me we will read it if it's about keanu on the next episode we record whatever that is whenever that is i'm joey lewandowski and i'm mike manson and that was darcy dubose and we'll see you next time whenever it is on keanu club